Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. All right, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I'm Marco Timpano. I'm Ali Hassan. You're uh, listening to the podcast called Eat and Drink. It is. Mm-hmm. Should I just blow the... Yeah, blow it. Blow while it. you're doing that, while you explain what we're going to be covering, I'm yeah. going to grab all the liquor for the cocktail you're going to make. Yeah, do it. All do right. it. I'm going to give my undivided attention to our listeners. This is like... This is great for me. This is... I love saying this word. I love eating this product. I love making this product. Salsa. It's salsa. It's salsa. It's... Uh, how many things have you eaten in your life that are, are not only food... But also the name of a dance and a music, huh? A forbidden dance as well. No, no, the lambada is the lambada the fir- is forbidden. I, you know what? Somewhere in there, there's somebody who will back me up that the lambada is a derivative of salsa, no. and therefore you all. I, dis- I disagree. I disagree with you there because the lambada is a Brazilian dance. Is it? So if you were gonna say the lambada is reminiscent of the. Um, Oh, what's the Brazilian dance now? You come in strong. You come yeah, in with I, all the samba. Heat. If you said the okay, samba, I'd be like, yes. But the salsa, and I'm not I'm good at the salsa. Okay. Uh, yeah, I love ballroom dancing. I love Latin dancing. I I'm see pretty, that about you. Pretty decent dancer. Yeah. But salsa, I can never... I can do a lot of turns and spins, but... I can do a good... I, I'm a good dancer if no one is around me. Okay. Close by. I'm doing moves. I'm doing things. Mm-hmm. But once I have a partner, I'm like, oh, come on. So, so you're better at dancing when no one's watching. No, no, they can watch. They can watch, uh, but they can't. Uh, they can't touch. Okay, never touch. Um, but yeah, salsa is. You know, I apologize for saying something horrifically ignorant about the the lambada. No, but, I don't know. Like, listen, I could be wrong. Just because I'm saying it, just because I'm saying it, doesn't make it fact. Uh, the way you say it with a smile and confidence makes it fact sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but salsa is like I'm staring at this salsa and my mouth is watering uh, and I'm very excited for us to try this and you staying uh, on brand and yes. close to theme you brought uh, you brought something tequila based yeah well because here's the thing when you don't know what to bring to a place like let's say you're invited to a party you're invited to something and they're like we're going to be cooking Mexican food then bring something Mexican whether it's a Mexican beer yeah. or whether it's tequila or a Mexican cocktail or Mexican flowers. Yeah. I don't know if you can buy Mexican flowers, but perhaps... I'm going to say you can. You know, my nightmare on that note, my nightmare is a, is a potluck that's poorly planned. Oh. I'm not a, you know, I, I just, I love to eat. I love when people put their heart into eating. But man, a potluck where people just go, yeah, I'll just bring whatever. No, mm. I don't want, I don't want your grandma's potato salad at my Mexican-themed... Thing, man, you're that's, ruining everything. That's fair, but then then you shouldn't have a potluck. No, you shouldn't. But you know, there's got to be another word for something that's more organized. That is like, hey, it's a potluck. But here's the list of things in within which we should be working. So, guys, no one should. We don't need seven people bringing rice. If you're gonna bring rice, tell us. And if it can be, you know, a Latin, if it can be a rice and beans, a rice and peas, that would be great. Rather than a Pakistani. Palau. Now sure. you're you're kind of messing with the theme a little but bit. But then you can't call it a potluck. I think that's where what the is the word. Well, What's you just, the you word? You come up with a Mexican fiesta dinner. 
And at the okay. Mexican Fiesta dinner, right. this is what you're bringing. Something rice-based. This is what you're bringing, Marco. Something tequila-based. That's fair. So we've been doing too fast and loose with the term potluck. We need to stop. Heads are going to roll. Yeah, is that because what we're if saying? you do potluck, potluck means bring whatever you want. Yeah, no, that's, that's too loosey-goosey. I don't, I don't like that. I'm not a fan of potlucks. No. No, no, no if no. I'm if you're coming to my house, I'll prepare stuff. You want to bring a dessert or whatever, fine. But First and foremost, Marco, obviously... I'm cooking. That's the first and foremost. Sure. But sometimes you get into situations where, you know, some yeah. people have things happening. Uh, I know that, you know, when people are are sick, you know, people want to bring food right, to your home right. and you're celebrating something. People want to bring food. Sure. So you try to guide it a little but bit. But that's you know? not, but a potluck is is a dinner where it's like everybody brings something, right? Yeah. That's mishmash. Fair. Yeah. It's mishmash yeah. time. Have fun. And yeah. I know there's people listening right now saying, I hate Marco because I love potlucks. And that's fair. And listen, I'm here so you can hate me. <laughs> yeah. At least here so you can love them, all right? No, but I also hate potlucks. Do In you? this case, oh my God, so No, much, it sounds like man. you hate when people bring things to your potluck that aren't on point. With what you're cooking. But what you said is, then that's not a potluck. So what I actually dislike is the potluck. The potluck. What I hated was like, hey man, I'm going to have a Mexican night. I'm going to have a Mexican potluck. And then somebody goes, I have this amazing potato salad <laughs> with like mayonnaise and I think dried dill. First of all, you think. Second of all, right. dried. Get out of here with right. that nonsense. But isn't the potato originally from Mexico? I mean, do you want me to look no, it up? No, I listen. <laughs> I don't think they made. I, I don't the think the point Mex- is prepare it in a Mexican fashion. Fair. Okay? How many mayo-based yes. dishes are we eating out of Mexico? You're, That's not. You're right. Weird. It has. It's got to have a sort of a Mayan or Aztec kind of quality to it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go on record, and I'm just gonna say, mayo was not a favorite of the Aztecs <laughs> or Mayans, and by not a favorite, I mean not present in their lives. Fair enough. Let us know what you think of, of yeah. potlucks. Yeah. All right, so what I figured is this. Look, you, someone invites you to a house, and they say, we're having a Mexican a Mexican fiesta. Yep. And you're like, all right, what should I bring? What wine should I bring? Bring tequila. Bring something from that ethnic origin, right? That's what I say. Now, really bring whatever you want. But um, I decided to do something Mexican. I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to do something with tequila. What should I do? I'm like, I'm going to look up a recipe that looks interesting to me. And one that I think will complement salsa. Have you ever had the Paloma before? No. We're going to make a Paloma. Do you like your rim salted? I'm is not- that a euphemism for something? The answer is probably yes either way. Either I like way. where you're going here. <laughs> okay. The answer is So yes. we're going to salt your rim. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. So uh, usually I would just take a half lime and twist it around the rim, but I don't have a half lime right here. Yeah. But I have lime juice. So I have like use... 17 limes and lemons in my home. I wish we would. Anyway, I okay. thought I had tequila in the house, but yeah. clearly we like to drink tequila, so I had to yeah. go out and buy tequila. All right, yeah. this is me salting the rim of all So in one, in one small plate, Marco's put uh, lime juice. I'm not going to tell you that it's from a bottle. Uh, from a, uh, I'm just going to tell you lime juice. I'm going to leave it at that. It's from a plastic bottle that resembles don't a lime. It. Please no, don't I, say it. You know what? I should have asked you to bring limes. I should have <laughs> went out and bought limes when I bought the thing. But I was like, you know what? I've got this little lime lime bottle, and I'm just going to use it. It's lime juice. I think, I think my respect for you is exactly where it always was. It was never high. No, it's wonderful. So you salted the rims of these two glasses. And uh, then I see see a a, a nice Italian soda. Yes, it should have been Mexican. I should have been Mexican. Okay, where really? Why do you want to cheat our listeners like this? You know what? Here's the thing. The soda has to be grapefruit. 
So we're not even in the right. No, this is get... grapefruit. This is grapefruit. Oh, this looks like yeah, a lemon. No, it's grapefruit. It's grapefruit. Pompelmo. You got it. Hundred percent. Pomplemousse. Pompelmo. Right. I you got, got it. it. I got it. Now you can get Mexican grapefruit soda. Yeah. And it's more pink. And I just didn't have the time to get it. And actually, I saw it. I saw the Mexican sodas at my local grocery store, but they did not have grapefruit. Okay. Because I was getting a, a cappuccino this morning in an Italian bar, I saw that they had this, and I'm like, give me two bottles of those. Yeah. So Did you say it like that? Give me. A little bit. Give me a little a gangsterism. Little bit. Like, I said, do you have two of those, <laughs> uh, two of the grapefruit? And the guy looked at me, and he's like, what? I'm like, it says Pompelmo on it. Yeah. That's how you know it's grapefruit, because clearly the guy didn't know. Anyways, yeah. I digress. So what we're going to do here, I've salted the rims of these uh, glasses. Taller glasses, I would say, is what you want, a nice tall glass. You don't have to salt it if you don't want to, but uh, we did. It calls for two ounces of tequila. Does it? Uh, I think now. that's a little high to be. Does honest. it you, now? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? I should put ice in it, but I'm going to put the tequila in first, just so we can see it. And there we go. All right. So there, there's the uh, tequila, and now I'm going to put ice in. I should have put the ice in before. Can I ask you? Is there value in using a high-end tequila here? In the end, you're not going to, Marco. This would not be a show. This would not be us. This would not be you and me doing what we do if you didn't drop some ice on the floor. Oh, so thank God you did it. I come here and I go, man, the suspense is killing me. Will he drop some ice? And you do it every time. And thank God for well, consistency. And I have the, the proper I ice the tongs. bucket, the I tongs, know. everything. Oh, man. Does it melt into All a right. puddle? Perfect. Okay, so it's I'm like a, the klutzy bartender. All right. Two ounces of tequila. We're going to do a half ounce of lime juice. Okay. Um, I didn't have a lime squisher, so I was kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to use it from this thing here. But tell me, back to my question, uh, tequila can be any brand? Or is, yes. Or is it sort of a run-of-the-mill tequila works well because you, you've got so many other flavors going yeah, on? Yeah, when you're mixing it, I think, I feel, and once again, bartenders are going to hate me, if you're going to make a mixed cocktail, the quality of the alcohol is second to what you're putting in. So the more ingredients you put in, the less you're going to really taste uh, that taste it or notice it now there's gonna sure. some, be some purists some people who are like real big tequila fans and they're gonna be like no it's got to be great tequila sure and that works for them i'm like that more with rum give me a good quality rum even in my mix but it's because i love i love rum it probably also has an effect on the hangover the next day if you put more sort of impure or uh you know inauthentic booze in there is that not gonna mess with your yeah, stomach, I would, I head, would, all of that. I can't answer that really, but I'm gonna say yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say if you use garbage quality stuff, you're, you're gonna, gonna have a feel gar like garbage. You're gonna have a garbagey quality I hangover, like right? Yeah. All right. So now, <laughs> as opposed to those amazing uh, quality you know, hangovers, uh, grapefruit juice. Yes. Uh, grapefruit soda. soda. Thank you. Grapefruit soda. You wouldn't use a uh, fresh grapefruit. You could, but then you have to add a lot of sugar, I uh, suppose, right? Then you would add the soda water, yeah. and then I guess sugar to taste. But yeah. this recipe calls for uh, soda. Soda. So I've never made it. Now, soda, if I soda. had mint, I would put some mint in there yeah. just to make it look pretty. I don't. So that one's really salted. Okay, just so you know. I see that. Okay. I see that. Let's see how this how this is. I'll let Ali drink because otherwise we're butchering it. Oh, terrific. Is it too salty? Oh, it's it looks so like a, good. Is it? It's so good, man. You would say it if it wasn't, right? I would have to. Okay. No, oh, this salt is not working for me. What do you mean? Mm, too too much? much. Too much. It's too fine, and so it's made too much okay. salt on the rim. Well, once you drink in that area, now you don't have any salt in that mm -hmm. rim anymore, in that area, no? Yeah. I like the drink. It's a nice summer drink. I like the drink. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I salted yours too much. Do you yeah. want to wipe that? You gotta stop. You gotta okay? not worry. You gotta, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna drink out of the area. 
that doesn't have any salt on it anymore. Okay. And then when I want some more, I'll, I'll, I'll keep moving my lips around the rim. I have, the problem is I have, I use Malden salt and you yeah. can't salt a rim with Malden salt. So I use this kosher salt, but I think it's too fine. Yeah. So use a coarser salt if you're going to salt the rim. If, uh, if anybody uh, wanted to send gifts to Marco, there a, you go. A poor quality salt. A medium coarse salt, perhaps. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So Good. this is it. This is the Paloma. It's a classic Mexican cocktail. Uh, that involves tequila. You can taste the tequila, but it's tempered really nicely with the grapefruit soda. Yeah. It has a brightness, a freshness. Um, it's not particularly sweet. You don't need to shake it? You never shake this? No, I didn't shake this. I kind of just gave yeah, it a stir. Yeah, you gave it a stir. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like this more than a margarita. I love margaritas. You do, huh? I do. But it does have a reminisce of the margarita because of the lime juice. Yeah. Right? One day we're going to make a margarita on this show, oh. but the amount of ice you're going to spill that day is going to be phenomenal. One day I'm going to make a margarita with... Frozen chunks of watermelon okay. as the ice. Okay. Also, we'll fall on the ground. Yeah, inevitably, of course. Of but course. but we'll be amazing. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I want to make another Mexican thing just for you, just to inspire you. I'm I'm pleased that you like it, but I feel bad that I that the salt is not where it needs Here's to be. Here's the thing. When you make something for someone who doesn't know what it's supposed to taste like yeah, to begin with, yeah. sometimes you put your faith in them and... Uh, I feel like I failed. But the drink is nice. The drinks I can get you a straw. Speaking of which, I just yes. want to talk about straws. Yes. I buy paper straws. Yeah. And I'm tired of going to restaurants that when I order water, bring me straws. I'm doing my best to tell my servers yeah. not to bring me straws. I don't need straws. We don't need these disposable one-use items. And I don't understand why companies like Starbucks and these, and these large, large organizations don't switch to paper straws. Straws, uh, as many of you will know, a big issue in the in the oceans. The uh, the fish are using them to spit spitballs at each other, it's and they're poking pretty. each other in the eyes. And it's a it's a thing. Obviously, uh, it's not what's happening. It's uh, they don't they don't degrade, or they, if they do, it takes fifty plus years. And uh, you know, I was in uh, Jamaica earlier in the year, and the the resort. It's all biodegradable oh. straws. Uh, the problem, of course, being that they biodegrade as you're drinking sometimes. Uh. So you just drink very fast, uh, which is, uh, for some people, not the worst. For other people, they don't remember half their vacation. My feeling is you have a mouth, yeah. use it. Oh, yeah. Use it. Yes. Use it. Just use your mouth on a glass. We all know how to do that. If you don't know how to do it, grow up. This would be a great segue to what's in Marco's mouth. <laughs> That's coming later. <laughs> but now let's get to our main course. The okay. salsa itself. Well, in fact, this is not. This is the main course of our show, but it's not the main course in life. But no. but why not? It could be. It could be. Why not? Salsa is uh, man. It's like it's easy and it's simple, but it's also complex. So, so I was telling you, like it's it's a word that's exciting to say. It it's is. a dance. It's music. And when I see salsa, when I go to a restaurant, immediately my excitement goes goes through the roof there's a place uh playa cabana it's okay. in uh, it's in toronto a uh, restaurant a right? restaurant yep. you get three salsas right away when you Amazing. order nachos i love it one of those salsas i mean it's not even what you think of when you when you think salsa you know you think green red you think colors sure. this thing is just dark black oh amazing and it is crushed ancho chilies and yes. oil and garlic is salsa negra salsa negra yes and it's it's crazy man if you're just chatting and you're just eating and not paying attention and those chilies hit the back of your throat the wrong way this is going to take a lot of what is the, what's the drink called again Pol paloma paloma i was going to say pompelmo but paloma from pompelmo 
to uh, to extinguish that. Anyway, that it's just so great. And one of them is a habanero salsa, Yum. which is crazy hot. So what I made today, two of my favorites, classics, salsa roja, red yes. salsa, salsa verde, green salsa. Salsa, by the way, many people will know this. This kind of takes out the sexiness. Salsa just means, you know what it means? Sauce. Sauce. Or sauce. Sauce. <laughs> sauce. Uh, which is like, really, you can just find that out. And you're like, I just, I wanted something sexy. No, but, but anyway, but the flavor. Sauces, sauce is the liquid of life when it comes to food. Sure. Sauce is the blood that runs in the vein of a culinary. Uh, Absolutely. Because Absolutely. even Italians will call a sugo is sauce. Sugo. Sugo is sauce. Salsa is sauce. Um, I don't know what it is. Sauce. Uh, what is it in French? Because you have a sauce. 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 is the person who makes the sauce. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like every culture has some sort of sauce. Yeah. Right? I just, I remember um, when we used to go, we, we were kids, we'd play basketball as teens and we'd go to this Harvey's. And um, for our listeners, Harvey's is a uh, burger chain. Burger chain. So my friend would always order uh, fries with gravy. And, you know, he's a Vietnamese dude. He spoke French, sure. but he refused to speak French. I don't know what the deal was. So he would tell the guy, he would do the whole order in English. The guy was very crabby. And so my, my friend would be like, you know, I'll have a combination uh, number one, combo number one. So then the guy in the mic would go, combination numero like that. And then, uh, and then can I have a fries? Can I have my fries with sauce? Upgrade my fries to a sauce. The guy would take a break. He would look at him, real nasty look, and then just go, sauce. Like, that was it. So, and he would just say it in the mic, and the guys in the back would hear it, but it had no context. Sure. It would be like a full minute since the order was made, and then he'd just say the word sauce into the mic. So my friend Sihai and I, this buddy of mine, would just use the word sauce in completely, like it never made sense ever. We Amazing. would just say it for no reason. So, uh, so it was not a sexy word for us for many years. But this is... The sexiest sauce in my mind because of its diversity and its um, just the options that you have. I think when people talk about salsa, too often they talk about the bottled stuff. Yes. And once you start making fresh salsa, this this I'm so excited because I'm looking at the salsa you made yeah. and it looks beautiful. It does. And this almost looks like one that you would get in the store, but there's it's got. How dare you? No, how dare no, you, but Marco? I, I meant it as a compliment, but okay. it's certainly not. Com- but then when you when you move it around, you can see that it's not. It's got yep. more of a flow to it. Well, the viscosity is, is different. What I did get in the store uh, is the tomatillos. I got a canned okay. tomatillos. Okay. So I have, this is my green salsa that Amazing. we're uh, pointing at. Have you ever worked with a saucier? Like, cause you you've you've worked in the kitchens, right? I have. Uh huh. They were never good enough kitchens to have oh, a saucier there. Exactly. Everybody was a saucier. Fair Everyone enough. was a low-level saucier at all times. What's your sauce? If you were to make a sauce in the kitchen, what's the so- your go-to sauce or the sauce that you can That's make? That's a tough one, man. I love coconut milk. I Yum. love coconut milk. Uh. So even, you know, one of my favorite dishes, and sometime we'll, we'll have this on okay. the show, but I'll just give a little preview. It's uh, it's braising lamb. It can be any meat, but I love to braise lamb in a coconut uh, sauce, so the it's it's a few cans of coconut oil, lamb, you know, oil lamb or milk? shoulder. Sorry, did I say oil? Yeah. Coconut milk, yeah. and then in that coconut milk, a big chunks of chilies, garlic, Man. galangal, lime leaves, and uh, and and curry powder or turmeric and a few other spices to make it like a curry sauce, and so slowly, the lamb breaks down. 
and then you drain the big chunks of things out of the sauce. You keep some of them. You make you turn that into a sauce. I take the lamb and I go Italian. I make oh, like a ravioli. You veer. You just like I you veer. just kind of like yeah, yeah, left yeah. turn, one way street. Ah, oh, I love and it. I stuff. It doesn't matter what you use, but it, like a ravioli type of thing sure. is great. So you stuff that lamb that you shred, which already has some of that flavor. You put that in inside ravioli. You boil that, and then what do you have as a sauce? You have that coconut cream Yum. sauce okay instead of a tomato sauce if i was fan. a judge i'd be hitting my gavel bing, right bing. Now, all right boom boom all um, right do you know that it is the number one condiment it, it salsa has uh, surpassed ketchup as the number one condiment screw in. you ketchup there i never cared for you and that's what you deserve that's what you get yeah. i'd rather have salsa on my burger Absolutely. than ketchup this Absolutely. you know come on and wait till we do hummus in an episode we're gonna slag off mail because I think hummus has taken over mayo. Oh, I'm not I sure love it. That. Hey, listen. Yeah. You let us know. Yeah. All right? You let us know. All right. So let me taste okay. this. Okay. So now uh, it's, this is going to be crunchy. It's going to be loud. This okay. is the green salsa. This is a salsa yum. roja. Uh, chunks of onions. Oh, yum. Vinegar. Uh, some spice. Some jalapeno. Now, is it... And you, the ingredients in the salsa verde, is it different than the ingredients that it you put It is. Okay. It is. Tell you, me why. You think I'm going to come here... And give you the exact same flavor in two different colors? That's know. not how I roll. That's not how I roll at all. Wonderful. Huh? Wonderful. Nice. Light. Summery. Fresh. Zing. Zip. It tastes green. Yeah. <laughs> it should. You know, I said it on a couple of our podcasts where I, where I described the taste as a color. But if you taste it, it tastes like spring. It tastes like summer. It tastes like yeah. vibrant. It has a vibrant, refreshing, calm feel to it. That for me is green. Great description. Yeah. And you didn't over crunch. You didn't crunch in the no. listeners' ears for very long. No. I'm not man. as good at that as you. Now for my salsa roja. Now this now is what's, not... what's, before we move over there, what's the secret to, secret to your salsa verde? Secret to it is uh, is the right combination of vinegar, lime, and salt. What vinegar are you using? Apple cider? I'm using apple cider uh, vinegar. I love that. You I, use, have, I love that. I don't you have use, any other no, vinegar. No, it's so great. Yeah. yeah. It's it makes me happy. Does it? Yeah, because the white vinegar, sometimes it's just it's just bullshit. Well, it's bullshit you, vinegar. Like it's We not, have a blender okay. that we use a fair amount, five times a week at least. We use that blender, Vitamix, and we um, we clean it with vinegar. And the Smart. way to clean it is to basically pour almost an entire jug of vinegar in there and then some water, let it sit overnight. Sure. So vinegar has become associated with a cleaning product yeah. for me. So I'm not, I, I don't, I can't put it in my I love it. I love that it. I love and no, respect. No, it's great. Why are you apologizing? It's great. You should be like, no, man. No, never. No, exactly. I use apple cider vinegar. I'm speaking as you right now. Yes. Uh, instead of the white vinegar because I find white vinegar cleans well, but I prefer the taste of apple cider. I like the way and you, there you go. Yourself. Listen, man, that's great. <laughs> okay, so, that's what you put in your 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 green yeah, salsa verde, and we can put that recipe up as well. Fantastic salsa roja. Now, just to tell you, some people, you know, I, I, I was getting to this bottled salsa. It's it's when you start eating fresh salsa and making it, you realize bottled salsa is a is a travesty of salsa justice. It's like a mistake that went horribly wrong. I feel like salsa should be fresh as much as possible. This is fresh. This is in a blender. This is not pico de gallo, which is the uh, chopped up okay. salsa. I have no problem with that. Sure. But this is, I, I really like the way this is it, comes Is across. this a salsa fresca? This is a salsa. No, salsa fresca and pico de gallo are interchangeable, right. actually. Wow. Yeah. And I'm sure some people from certain parts of the Latin world will write in and say, sure. you guys suck for saying that. But this is, no, this is a salsa, I guess, 
Crudo, but salsa fresca. Yeah. Uh, sorry, salsa roja is what I'm... Um, what pico de gallo means rooster's beak. Yes. Because that was that salsa was eaten, eaten by picking it up with two fingers, like a, a rooster's beak. Yes. I, I researched that. Okay. I didn't know that's not how okay. I eat my salsa, but I was like, that's cool, <laughs> man. Um, can I eat this red Please sauce? Please do. Okay. Please do. Now, this sauce, I'll just tell you. You crunch away, and I'll tell people what this is. This is fresh tomatoes. Oh, it's so good. This is red onion. This is garlic. Uh, lime juice, fresh lime juice, and um, sometimes I'll put in some cumin seeds. I didn't do that this time. Oh, really? But I did put in a little bit of my Scotch bonnet Ugh. pepper sauce this as well so to give great. it some heat. This is so great. He's going in for seconds, ladies and gentlemen. And I shouldn't because I'm going to have to. The problem is <laughs> when we do our segment, What's yeah. in My Mouth, my mouth has been tainted with booze so and this, and it's not, my palate is not where You're it making excuses it's now. It's true, huh? it's true. This is wonderful. This. So here's my thing, Ali, okay? Because yes. you're like... You're coming down hard on people who buy store-bought sauces. No, I'm, or I, sauces I, I, I feel like a monster for no, saying no, that. You, you have to. You are, you have you're to. a monster. You're a monster. <laughs> but I think people buy it because A, it's easier, and yeah. B, they're scared to make their own salsa. So walk me through it. Walk me through how easy it is and how okay. long it takes. First thing you do, you need one of these $20 little baby blenders. Yes. Robot culinaire, if you're a French person. It's just a, a mini thing. It has two settings, chop and puree. That's it. Very small. As soon as you turn the cap of it uh, on it, it's it's ready to go. Those are the best things for making chutneys and relishes and salsas and these little quick sauces. You really should have one so of those. So you don't need a fancy schmancy exactly. high end. It no, blends, if you have one, it cooks, use it. it. Okay. But don't don't get it for okay. this. Right. If you love salsa, you just need a small thing that takes a really little bit of space on the counter. I don't take mine off the counter. That's how much so I So a bullshitty $15 jobby at Walmart or your yeah, local store. for sure. You think about how much money you spend on salsas. You, I mean, this thing, even if it lasts only a year, right. which it wouldn't. Right. It's insane. But even if it lasts a year, you're making your money back. Okay. So what are you doing then? You're chopping up. A tomato in half or quarters. You don't have okay. to do a lot of chopping up. You got a you got a chopper. Mm-hmm. It's going to do it for you. Right. You're rinsing cilantro uh, with a couple of rinses. Make sure there's no grit in there. You're can I use cilantro in. paste? Because you know cilantro, you can get it in a tube, a paste. That way, you have it in your fridge. I will tell you that I've never used cilantro paste. I think you can. It's just not how I was raised. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Is cilantro something that? Because cilantro is not something that. We typically of course, use it. Is it, it you, something you would use in massive, your cuisine? Massive. Really? Okay. In fact, uh, overused. <laughs> overused. Now, I don't, uh, you know, I've, I've been able to, uh, you know, I, I ran a Malaysian restaurant for a while. I really got into a lot of uh, the lemongrass and, and Thai basil and, and a bunch of different herbs that I, I knew nothing about. Sure. But too often, you know, many South Asians are, are guilty of the one green garnish is cilantro. Okay. So it's good to branch out and discover other things. I have, My sister-in-law is allergic to cilantro, so we get That's a right. lot of mint That's and right. chimes yeah. and green onions. Just the color is there. They add flavor. And I say yeah. that's right because I know you. Because I knew, you know sister, my sister-in-law. I knew, knew her before, and I know that about her. Yeah. But, and cilantro, for some people, it tastes like soap. They don't like it. So, soap or garbage. Well. Spoiled garbage. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. What can we use in place of cilantro for those of us who are like, no. Is there um, something? The best thing to do is lock yourself in a room and don't come out of there. Mm, okay. No? No. Uh, in place of cilantro, that's tough. It, it varies depending on the product you're making. Parsley? Like what's Parsley, a, what's none, a, nothing's a substitute. I okay. won't say that. But you, you do have like some, there's some wild uh, cilantro that uh, Vietnamese and, and West Indians use. 
uh, new guy. It's called NGO. Okay, G-A-I. hang on a second, Ali. Yeah. I'm trying to make it easy for our listeners. Now you're saying some wild... <laughs> I'm saying kick it out of no, the but forest. I'm saying, like, they're You'll trying, recognize they're it. They're trying to make a salsa. They don't like cilantro. Oh, you're saying for like, salsa. I'm so sorry. Like, no, no, somebody's making, sorry. No, somebody's making salsa at home. They're listening to us and they're like, listen, if I'm going to follow what these bastards are saying, I don't like cilantro, what do I put in its place? I would say nothing. I would say basil. Parsley. You're crazy. No. Basil and a salsa. Savory? You could do it. You could do it. Of course you could. I would say you don't have to. Don't okay, put so it in if you don't want it. to. Omit, omit it. Okay. Otherwise, try mint. Now, look, when I make a pineapple salsa yeah. or a mango salsa, I often go towards mint yeah. to put in there. But mint does something it's, weird here where I feel like drinking okay. the salsa instead of using it as a, as a condiment. Celery leaves. Okay. I'll say celery leaves. Yeah, you're going to go on record with that? I'm going to say celery leaves because you know what? They, they, they don't overpower. Mm. They're savory. They're not going to give you the sweetness of mint or the pepperiness of mint. Yeah. And they're going to they're gonna add, they're not going to take away from the tomato. So we've got tomato and we've got cilantro or no cilantro if you don't have it. What's next in this blender? In this blender, yes. Tomatoes, a little bit of red onion, one clove of garlic. Yum. Shouldn't be an overpowering garlic okay. flavor. Quarter teaspoon of cumin seeds. Not a lot. Okay. Not a lot. Can go, can not go. Cool. And then lime juice and salt. Those are, those are the keys as far as I'm concerned. Okay, here's what I love that you said, okay? Now, there was an outbreak of E. coli with uh, salsa wow, way weird back. Segue, weird segue, brother. Listen, but no, it's important. <laughs> no, I'm giving... I, you're going to hear compliments. some great stuff in, is in coming, 10 but seconds, this was a weird coming place to go. Okay. Uh, always refrigerate your salsa if you're not going to eat it right away. But also add lime juice. And add garlic because they prevent bacteria from growing in your salsa. So you said two of the magic words. Yeah. And I would say you could do a salsa that is tomato, garlic, salt, lime, basta, hello, there you go. And basta means? Enough. It doesn't mean pasta. I just wanted everybody to know that. Now, um, I absolutely agree. There's a third thing you can put in that makes sure, that, that, that ensures that nothing will grow in it. And that's pepper. So for Hot me, pepper, you mean. yeah, that's like jalapeno yes. or habanero Yum. or a scotch bonnet. And that's mm-hmm. what we have here. We have this scotch bonnet puree mm-hmm. in here. And um, it's great. I uh, love jalapenos. I love chipotle. Yeah. I love Mexican peppers. Chilies. Yeah. Mexican chilies. Uh, they, speak, they, they, they resonate with my soul. Is that, yeah. Can you say yeah, that? Yeah, you can, can I say, say that? that? I, uh, I went to a place to get uh, tortillas this mm. morning. They come in fresh every Tuesday, so I decided to go on Wednesday. So they're not fresh anymore. But anyway, they'll, they'll last, you know, they'll last a while. Sure. Uh, but I got some Mexican oregano, and I got some uh, ancho chilies as well, dried ancho chilies. And now, I don't even have a plan. I'm just like, we'll get this, and the pl- everything else will just come together. Have you ever had, let me see if I'm going to pronounce this right, chapulines on your salsa or on your... on your is chapulines? On your uh, guacamole. It's grasshopper, and it's something that's used oh, in Mexico. Yeah. And we were in Mexico City, my wife and some friends, we were there for work. And so we got some salsa, we got chips, and we got guacamole. And they said, and we said, can we have it with chapulinas on it, right? And they looked at us like, are you sure? Because it's a very Mexican thing to have this dried grasshopper on it, right? And we're like, yeah, let's do it, right? It was great. It was lovely. My wife is allergic to exoskeletons, so we didn't think. Did she know that from beforehand? She knew that from beforehand, but we didn't 
put two and two together. Where does that allergy manifest itself? So what has exoskeleton in it? Great question. She had soft shell crab. Now my wife loves seafood. And the reason she realized it, she was she had soft soft shell crab. So you eat the actual shell, and she started to break out, and her, her throat was starting to hives, swell. hives, and all that kind of stuff, right? And then she had she's got to be careful with red dye because they use oftentimes in red dye the cochicno beetle. Mm-hmm. They'll crush this beetle, and it's red, and it will add red coloring. So it's a natural red colorant. And so now she can't have one of her favorite dishes, which is red velvet cake. Oh no! Because she's that- often found that she she has a reaction to it. But we were there in Mexico. We're like, yeah, we want to try the dishes with Chapulinas, which is this grasshopper. Yeah. And she had a reaction. We should have thought. But anyways, I digress. This but, but that's huge. That's enormous. Yeah. Didn't even know that's a thing. Yeah. Exoskeleton. Yeah. Can oh. you imagine as a waiter, like 10 years, you, you don't have your wife, you don't know her, but somebody no. goes, I'm allergic to exoskeleton. Is that in anything? You'd yeah. be like, man, you're crazy. Get yeah. out of here. But, and uh, then, here boom. Yeah. Um, salsa here I had it with chips where else would you use your salsa great question great question love it Uh, so flexible Uh, this is one thing that I love about salsa so breakfast yeah there it is right there with your omelet right there with your scrambled eggs or scrambled tofu whatever you're making salsa is a great breakfast put it on your toast hey put it on your toast put it on your toast don't put it in your oatmeal the rest everything is is, uh, have you ever had savory oatmeal no, I have not. Oh. What's in savory oatmeal? Oh. What's in savory oatmeal? So, steel cut oats. Boil it up. Yep. Then, put butter, salt, away you go. Really? Yeah. It doesn't have to be sweet. It does. You're blowing my mind. Yeah, yeah. You're blowing my no. mind here. So, so, I would argue, butter, salt, little sprig of salsa. Mix it all up. Breakfast of champs. Okay, somebody try that and let us know how that works. <laughs> um, I also, you know, obviously tacos, it's the best thing ever. Such a beautiful condiment on, on tacos. But if you have any dish that you make with beans, any bean stew or casserole, anything, any of these vegetarian sort of squashes, uh, sweet potato dishes, salsa is such a good compliment oh, for man. so many of those things. And then obviously, you know, I, I alluded to the um, the pineapple salsa that I make. I also make a mango salsa. Yum. And, and that goes so well with seafood and, uh, and poultry. A mango salsa in the summer, if you've grilled some sort of chicken kebabs, yeah. uh, if you've grilled or even pan fried a fish... You know, let's say it's a little bit buttery, sure. right? You got a little bit of that that, yeah. that thickness, that creaminess. A mango and ginger salsa will cut through that and add just bring so much life. What's to it. in your man- mango salsa? Mango salsa is mango, ginger, cilantro, or mint, lime juice, and salt. You could put that on, on a sweet dish too. You could, sure. Creme fraiche, mango oh, salsa. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Think about. Um, in fact, if you had like a, a ginger creme brulee or something, you just have like a mango ginger, just a dollop of that on the top. What about French crepe? Yeah. Creme fraiche, mango salsa, roll that up, a little bit of dark chocolate. Bob's away we go. Okay, look go. at that. All right. Yes. Uh, another great salsa is a corn salsa, by the way, right? That my least, really favorite. Well. least favorite. I love corn, too. And you don't, you don't love it? Nah, in, I, yeah? Listen, I'll eat it. I'll eat it like a champ. I'll <laughs> eat it like it's my job, but it's not my favorite. Okay, we'll have to see what we can do mm-hmm. about that. But yeah, I mean, listen, I've, we've talked about the variety of this dish. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry to offend you with the whole corn talk. No, no, but it's, it's, uh, listen. 
No, it's, it's an uh, important salsa. It is. I find if you buy that bottled, mm -hmm. it's really sweetened and there's a lot of different ingredients. It looks again, gross. A bottled, it looks gross. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's something that turns me no, off I about it. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, we had I made one the other day. It was um, it was canned corn. It was a nice corn, though. It was like a peaches and cream Yum. organic corn with, uh, with cherry tomatoes because we bought a bunch of cherry tomatoes. Sure. And uh, basil. We had a lot of basil leaves. So it's, you know, is it a salsa at that point? I don't even know what it's called. But like lime juice, corn, um, cherry tomatoes, and, and basil, and green onions. So scallions. Lime uh, juice? Up. Yeah. Good. Yeah. There you and go. Then, um, the thing is that you could have like, uh, you could have got some butter in a pan, simmered, simmered, simmered some butter. Sauteed some butter is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm a little bit buzzed off that tequila. I'm sorry. I'm like that. And I thought two ounces was too much. I said, I even said it when I made it. I'm like, I feel like two ounces. Maybe for my glass is too much. I apologize. I think. You know what? Here, put some more of this in your glass. If, in you case go. you're going to drink more. I don't there want you, you to go. go away from here. No, I'm great. Okay. I'm, I, I never said it was a bad thing. No, no, I'm I know. the world right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I felt like you could have sauteed that corn and cherry tomatoes in some butter and it would have been amazing. So now it's not a salsa. Here's the thing. What I like about what you just said is that don't don't fear the salsa. Never. Embrace the salsa. It, Never fear. It's be the simple. salsa. Be, the, be one with the salsa. Yeah. But it's just basically that. Get lime juice, a, um, made, um, a tomato or something um, that is the center, the focal point of your salsa, whether that be uh, mango, tomato, uh, uh, pineapple, beans. Yeah. And then just experiment and just mash that up. Make a sauce, try it, see how it works. Well, I think that's it. what you're what you're getting at is what I wanted to say as well. There's no really rules around salsa. Yeah, like I know I was saying, you know, cilantro. If you if you don't eat it, uh, get out of town. Right. But but really, there's a flexibility that works there. And I know that you know it's it's like the way I always liken it to a garam masala in yeah. in uh, India yeah. and Pakistan. Every twenty kilometers, fifty kilometers, I'd be like, that is not how you make garam masala. Sure. This is how you make it. The way my mother made it, you know what I mean? And people can't get their head. But every 50 kilometers, some of these recipes change. And so for every 20 people who who, who might write to us and say, no, man, you can't do that right. with salsa. When you have corn, it's not called a salsa. Sure. You have another 20 who will be like, no, I grew up on that. That's my favorite salsa. That's yours, there yeah. you go. I feel like you can you can interpret salsa through the eyes of an ethnic cuisine and add that sort of feel to it. So, yeah. for example, when you said tomato, garlic, salt, basil, yeah, it's all, almost an Italian salsa there. Mm -hmm. So then I'm going to give you this challenge. What would you put if I said, I want a Parisian salsa? Parisian salsa. As he bows his head forward and closes mm -hmm. his eyes. Come to me, Parisian salsa. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I would have butter. Yum. With uh, butter. Okay. Parisian salsa. No, I would. Uh, that's a tough one I feel, because I feel like I would you need say... lime juice in it. I feel like lime juice is the yeah. key to salsa. Otherwise, it's no longer a salsa. If you don't have the lime juice, it's some other. Because I feel like every other salsa that you mentioned has yeah. lime juice in it somewhere. Like I'm thinking of like um, fish uh, munier, you know, sole yeah. munier and that kind of stuff, and you put a salsa on it. I really do feel like. Butter and lime juice and and cherry tomatoes, like a slightly oh. sweet tomato, would give life to some. And what some about French um, dishes. what is it called? Uh, the eau de Provence, the herbe de Provence, the, the the spice that's de Provence. Yeah, herbe de Provence the is, de is de those Provence. three things, yeah. right? Yeah. So could you put uh, that in there? You could. 
You could. Why not? So yeah. this is what I was going to yeah. say to you that it's tougher for me to think of um, a per- Parisian Parisian salsa. But if you had said a Provençal salsa, oh, okay. now you start. You know, uh, zucchini comes in, okay. and eggplant comes in, and cooked or raw tomatoes. Okay, come fair. In, you know what I mean? So, I should have just said a, a salsa from a France. France. Get, get yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I mean, that's just my when I used to teach cooking classes. Right. Provençal was always always the most exciting right. French cuisine for me. Mm-hmm. Just because there was more flavor and preparation, and there is Mediterranean influence in there. I know there's salsa purists who hate me right now for suggesting that, and that's why I'm here. Bring the hate. Bring the hate to me. Bring the love to Ali. It's time for her. Speaking of bring the hate on, it's time for our next segment. Let me get the blindfold. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Really guessing. Really messing. Let's find. the things you take and there's a food and a drink component okay oh, oh my yeah. goodness yeah okay so open your mouth oh this is not fun no uh, take a bite and tell me what those flavors are oh man i felt like your mom for a second there feeding you okay it was something on bread and it was very creamy uh, but it wasn't cream based its brace was almost like tahini or chickpea or there's lemon in it um Oh, fuck. Um, you got the bread right, you got the creamy thing right, and then there was a kind of a garnish on top of it, too. I never got the garnish yeah? in my mouth. Did I? You got the garnish, man. I don't think so. generous with this garnish. Let's take another bite. Okay. It's here? It's there? Yeah? <laughs> I seriously feel like a grandmother. I think you should just give it to me in my hand. <laughs> so you're That's not, also It's another, a bit erotic. It's you're a feeding. bit erotic feeding you. Oh, Jesus. Good um, thing you're not looking me directly in my eyes as I'm feeding you. This, is, this thing would take a turn real fast. Okay. I'm going to say it's a... It's a light... Whatever it is that's been pureed is light in taste. And you said it's not tahini, it's not chickpea. I so, didn't say that. Okay, so I'm going to say it's a t- it's a whipped chickpea. Um, I can't taste the garnish. There's some there's some lemon, uh, a little bit of olive oil on a crostini bread. Right. So it's a it's a sourdough. It was a hummus. When you say tahini and chickpeas. So, so I was right there. So you're right okay. on. And then uh, yeah, so sourdough crostini, and it was sumac. So that was with the lemony oh. flavor. It was the tang of the sumac. Still f- fantastic work. Oh. Fantastic. Sumac, that's hard, though, I got to say. But still, no excuse. <laughs> no, there's no excuses. Oh, sorry. I just hit the you mic. Come huh? in here and act mm-hmm. like you've got something to offer. Okay, so take a sip of this. That was excellent. Okay. I thought that was can excellent. I, can I hold the glass? Uh, Whatever absolutely. It is? That's the mic. <laughs> no, no, that's the glass. Okay. This is not a mason jar. Ali wanted to serve me something in a mason jar. Him and my wife with the mason jar craze. Okay. I said something good in a mason jar once, and I was like, you know what? This tastes so good that I gotta stop uh, judging mason jars. So I should have asked you what your allergies. Oh, that's pineapple. That's pineapple. It's pineapple. Okay. It's pineapple. There's. This is a no, no. It's guava. It's like it's it's a tropical fruit of some sort. Initially, I want to say pineapple. Like guava juice. Do we go? Do I ask you about your final answer? How do we do it? Or is it papaya? We should have a timer. Okay, it's either papaya, guava, or or pineapple. Yeah, we should have timer. Okay, one more sip. This will be my third bing, sip. Bing, 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 bing,
Bing, bong. See, my problem is I can't see the color. I'm going to say it's, it's guava juice. Okay, he's going to say guava juice. Yeah. What it is, my friend, is mango Ugh. kombucha. And I think... Oh! The kombucha probably threw throws you off, off, right? It threw me if off. it was just plain yeah. mango, you probably would have been uh, right in there. Uh, hey, yeah, great, not so bad. great segment. Uh, not, not, bad so bad, not, not so bad, not so bad. Here's what I don't like. Yeah. You feeding me, because yeah. I feel your I feel your fingers, and I'm sure they're clean on my lips. I feel them like... <laughs> There's no way. My fingers never got that close. I can feel them. I can sense your fingers near my mouth. My fingers. That's like, and I'm not trying to be homophobic at all. It's not about that. It was just weird. I, I'm sure I'll get used to you feeding me. It was weird on my end. Okay. Believe me. There's nothing not weird about it. The segment's called What's in Marco's Mouth. You know, it is weird from the inception. Sure, sure. But I thought that was great. I, uh, your performance in this agreeably okay. awkward segment. Great. Next time we're going to talk about my spike garden. Spite Garden. Okay, that's yeah, going to be on our list, so we don't forget. Absolutely. All right? And uh, we only have, bad news, we only have about 1,500 more ingredients to talk about. Yeah. So um, the end of this show is in sight, mm-hmm. but, um, but not that soon. If you have a, a segment idea or food item that you want us to discuss... Uh, send us a note on Twitter, email, yeah, or whatever. I think that would be excellent. I think that would be, you know, if you want to uh, recommend a drink that we may not have ever tried... Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, let's be respectful of the budget. Let's keep it under fifty bucks, okay? Nothing insane. No, <laughs> we, no, we're not going to do. Yeah, we come back here with caviar and some uh, <laughs> champagne of some kind, and we're like, hey, this tastes like garbage. And we both spent three hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and food always. I'm always keen, especially mm. um, especially stuff like herbs and things that we really you haven't t- tried before that. Uh, might be interesting and exciting. I'm in. And if you have a concept, because we're going to do an all-Canadian episode. We're going to yeah. do an episode where all the food content is Canadian yeah. or Canadian-based or local or whatnot. You let us know. That yeah. just came to me. That could be all-Canadian month, I think. Sure. But then you know what happens? Our listeners in the UK are going to be like, I don't want to be listening. Oh, once in a true. while, that's, that's cool. True. But, uh, you know, I'm Brits not going to get... Tall. No, but they might be like, where am I going to get birch syrup? Where am I going to get birch? <laughs> Marks and Spencer's doesn't have it. They what might. am I supposed to do? They I might. don't know. Order. You know. Leave us a five-star review. Yes. Please and tell your friends. And thank you for listening. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. We hope you got your fill of eat and drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.